0: Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bears. I'm Joey Christopoulos with a Bears post game. Bears, Commanders, they lose twelve to seven. But first, let's talk about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. It remains your number one source for all football betting all season long. They've got live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long. So what are you waiting for? Head to BetOnline.ag and receive a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is only when you use promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I had to hop on and talk about this crushing loss to the Washington Commanders, twelve to seven. I've never seen a loss on the two-inch yard line. We saw it on the one-yard line with Kevin White and Mitch Trubisky a couple years ago against the Patriots, but this one's brand new. Got to bring in my Tutty guy, bring in my rotor baller buddy, my best man,
1: Dave Rispoli. Dave, how are you? Uh, My my eyes have not recovered, Joseph
0: is this like the scene in seven when brad pitt goes to morgan freeman and he goes have you ever seen anything like this
1: <laughs> yes. i mean we're living in the stranger things upside down right now that game i mean 1st off, i apologize to america that everyone had to sit through that it did start to get exciting in the end but just like always it ended with a soul crushing loss
0: Al Michaels from across the bar pounding beers and basically like the guy who's yelling at the table like 50 feet away to score a touchdown, just begging them to score, just just goading them, irritating them the whole time. Um, Dave, this is pretty unbelievable. We're only going to go here for about 10 minutes, so I'm going to get everything out that I possibly can and I want you to weigh into as well. Um, Dave, I'm ready for a top five pick. Okay, Uh, we just lost 12 to seven. And if we walked into this season saying this is what it's going to look like, it's going to look like this. A young team that cannot play four quarters check a young team that struggles in the red zone check a young team that has bumps in the road and comes up short over and over and over again but justin fields maybe doesn't play four quarters but shows us a little something especially towards the end check and you get a loss so dave if this is how the season is going to go give me that top five pick give me that pick number 36 number 37 for next year and, and I, that's the kind of progress that I want to see because, honestly, this team should have scored 25 points tonight at least. And we all know the reason why they didn't is because they're talent deficient. We all know that. It's not a shock. And the fact that they didn't get 25 points so easily tonight, let's just start playing well and losing some games.
1: Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Joe. I mean, first off, I had to do a lot of Google searching to figure out who some of our wide receivers were tonight who were making boneheaded plays. Luckily, their names started trending on Twitter because they had some horrible drops. Smith-Mercet
0: ran into Braxton Jones.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Velas Jones, I mean, he can't help it, folks. He's as old as us, okay? He can't see at night. He has trouble catching those punts. But I do think we need to put some of that onus on Justin Fields, too, because there were some throws that were icky, my friend, like missing guys wide open, throwing things in the dirt, making bad decisions. And on that last goal line stand to win the game, he had David Montgomery completely open in the flat to the left, never even looked that direction, just stared down the right side the entire time. Uh, there was a lot of plays that made me go, oof, And then a lot of plays that made me go, well, he is our best running back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, cause Dave, at this
0: point he gets back to the, the back part of his, you know, his progression when he steps back with his steps before he throws, he hel- he holds, he pauses in the NFL. You have about 0.8 seconds to make a throw or bail. And he's just bailing right now. That's just what the game is for him right now. And we can maybe chalk it up to wide receivers, offensive line. He doesn't trust anything right now. And that's a little bit of what we're going to get. And we're going to get 87 yards and Dave, he took a beating tonight. Justin Fields took an absolute beating tonight. And it just kind of makes me question just a little bit. Can he survive the season constituted with the offense that we have right now? And we'll be able to even see the development that we want to see because man, he took some shots tonight on his own accord and through the offensive talent deficiency.
1: Joey oh, your listeners are going don't you say this every episode Joey yeah he takes <laughs> shots every week Joey every week this guy is getting sacked a league high every week he's taking horrible shots when he runs he dove head first tonight into a bunch of defenders like a crazy person like a, a human missile i no can he make it a whole season no i i mean i don't i, I I saw uh, uh, Lucas Patrick who got banged up in the game. I didn't, I didn't know if he returned by the end, but like we did, he did, but yeah, we're we're coming out limping out of this thing. And uh, you know, honestly, the only, there's, there's, there were three sparks I saw tonight. One of them's Khalil Herbert, one of them's Brisker. And one of them was Roquan. I thought Roquan played a good first half kind of tailed off towards the end, but he looked like he was on fire for a while. Brisker looks awesome, and Herbert seems like our only offensive spark. What say you?
0: Well, I mean, Khalil Herbert is our only home run hitter on offense outside of Justin Fields, and you can't expect Justin Fields to run for 60 yards. I mean, he almost did at certain points, he almost did last week, but you can't expect that. Herbert is our only most explosive player that we have on offense. Clearly, that is a need that we knew coming into the season, and that's going to be a need that we're going to have to address. But moving forward into free agency in the draft. I don't see the wide receivers in this free agency right now that are going to turn the tide on this offense anytime soon. So you're going to have to build it up front. So Herbert and Montgomery moving forward. Uh, I like it. Dave, I want to throw it back at you really quick. Um, Valus Jones, you know, me and you, we spent a lot of nights texting, looking at YouTube videos, talking extensively about wide receivers coming into the draft. You know who I loved? I love George Pickens. You loved guys like sky Moore. All those guys, they passed. The Bears passed on them and took Vailus Jones third round. Scale of one to ten, how terrified are you right now for the Vailus Jones experience?
1: Uh ten out of ten. And I was ten out of ten when we made the selection, Joey. It's never good when your team makes the selection in the in the third round and, and, and it's one of those things where they don't even have the the highlight package together yet. You know, ESPN's like, oh, oh god, this guy's way far got him less shit, you know, Velas Jones. Uh, and then everyone's just talking about his age as the oldest wide receiver selected in the draft. Very cool. Um, He's the and fastest old he has... guy. He's the fastest old guy. What a combo. It's an oxymoron. Look, look. the whole thing we're hanging our hat on with him is that this guy is going to be a difference maker on special teams. Now, we can't trust him now. He's not trustworthy now. Like, that that's what he was going to be used for. He's a gadget guy uh we're we're tripping around in jet sweeps you know over ourselves this is this is a disaster he i feel like i mean to be fair we passed on Pickens, we passed on Sky Moore, but those were guys we would have had to have gotten in that second round. There really hasn't been many rookie wide receivers. I mean, the guy that I was like totally uh, uh, in love with at the time, uh, wh- whose name is now escaping me, on on the Cowboys who just literally never even surfaced onto the uh, uh, anything past the, the practice squad. He couldn't even beat Noah Brown at the time. So I really don't think there was somebody in this class that would have uh immediately contributed to the bears team but next year joey next year we gotta and we certainly didn't do anything in free agency um, you know, all right. And it's not
0: coming next year. People traded first round picks for guys like Marquis Brown and AJ Brown. Those were guys that were coming up for deals heading into next year. Yeah. Of course there will be some people on the market, but again, the bears seem resistant to spend draft capital. So if you're going to acquire a known commodity, DJ Moore is out there right now. Would the bears be willing to trade some draft capital for a guy who's 25 years old, who's only going to make 15, $16 million over the next three years. That seems to be economically smart you know, people are kind of in and out on DJ Moore. And so that is the quandary that they're going to be in other than maybe falling into the Jackson, Flax and Smith guy from Ohio state.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly like DJ Moore as a player, but he's not someone who moves the needle for a team. You know, he's like a nice possession receiver at this point. And uh, I guess he's reliable, but like, you know, he struggles with poor quarterback play too. And he hasn't really, you know, and he's never been a touchdown scorer. And that's something we need. We need red zone weapons. I mean, DJ Moore's another small receiver. Like, you look at our team, we have like these tall, lanky guys who still aren't red zone weapons. We have a tight end we spent all this draft capital on who's still not a red zone weapon. Goodness gracious, man. Like, I would have thrown the house to have a DK Metcalf just kind of slip through the contract negotiations and end up in free agency this next year, but it's just not going to happen, Joe. So, uh, lots, l- way more questions than answers, I feel like, after tonight.
0: Well, you better handle two more questions here before we get you out of here. The first right. one is So, Dave, we didn't expect a lot coming into this season, but we literally just lost by two inches. Do you understand that we just lost by two inches? I mean, For me, I typically I think I would be crestfallen. I'd be heartbroken. My soul would be gutted I'd be eating McDonald's by now Dave, but in this game we lose by two inches Where does this rank for you? Because personally it just kind of goes back to that desensitized bears callus that I've built up over years It just says typical Typical we lose by two inches. Where does this rank man because this is as close as it gets to losing a football game?
1: Joey, at one point, it was six to seven. My wife walked in the room and she went, what are you watching? And I go, the Bears game. And she goes, why? (laughs) And I got to be honest, Joey. I I don't know why. (laughs) I didn't have an answer for her at that point. And that's kind of my vibe to the whole thing. And when it ended, honestly, it wasn't like as soul crushing as other ones have been i mean this this wouldn't even come close to the double doink like this was just like yeah this it almost was like this feels right i don't know why this kind of feels right losing at home to freaking carson wentz and ron rivera over there it it just was like it, it this is the way the season's going and i'm with you joey there was a part of me that was like oh But at least we're we're heading towards that pick because dave this is how (laughs)
0: this is how optimistic joey bears fans spins this forward is if you're telling me that we play this season out and we'll see what happens with wins and losses but if we look back and we say to ourselves the games that we lost you know the commander's game that we lost the fact that we didn't come back against the vikings if those one or two wins can help us jump up three or four spots uh, I'm not ready to have whether we should take the quarterback in that conversation yet. I just want to be in that position. Dave, that's what this team needs. It needs a blue chip, no doubt, top five guy. With And if there's two quarterbacks coming in the draft and we decide to stick with Justin Fields, that means you have a great shot at getting the top offensive lineman or the top pass rusher coming out of next year's draft. And that is two things that the Bears sorely, sorely, sorely need. I think even more than wide receiver right now because we love to bitch about the offensive line. The defensive line is, is bereft of any sort of talent or production or anything that's interesting at all. They have major, major work to do on that defensive line moving forward, and I think that's what it's going to take, a high draft pick. You can take a great wide receiver at 35, 36, 37. You're going to need a big guy, and hopefully we get in the top five to make that happen. That's kind of what I'm rooting for, Dave. And so I followed up with this final question to you, Dave. I've been on Believe in Bears. This is Believe in Bears running right now. I've been four and one on my pick so far. I'm going to go fall in four and two every single week. Me and Corey, we sit down and we try and figure out ways that the Bears are going to win every single week. But I, I, I have to be realistic and honest with Bears fans right now. Do you honestly see in the weeks moving forward? Is there any team out there in the NFL that you will confidently say that the Bears have a great shot at beating? I mean, at this point now, they have turned me to i think that they are going to lose a matchup until they prove otherwise can they 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 have the they can do right they can get close we've seen it before they can't close out games it's a young team they're terrible in the red zone bad defensive line so honestly moving forward patriots monday night next year should be in theory a competitive game we've got the falcons on the schedule we've got you know we've got the lions on the schedule but is there a team out there moving forward that says The Bears should beat that team because I don't think so. I think they should lose until proven otherwise. I'm going to pick them.
1: Yeah, I think the one team in that list was going to be the Falcons. Maybe I think they're probably the worst team in the NFL. Um, They're not going to lose every game, but but every week, you know, how do you pick them
0: to win? How do you pick the Bears to win?
1: uh you don't and to be honest uh pessimistic bears fan here i haven't been um and i'm five and no oh. no i'm just kidding <laughs> but like this is just like this this team uh if, if a team can put up 14 to 21 points i feel like they can get the w over us any day of the week um we are we are We are making history, if nothing else, with the amount of pass attempts we have so far through six weeks. And it's not the right kind of history, Joey. It's like this is like some 1950s football we've been playing. We let it open a little bit tonight, but then we just kept pounding the ball for two yards a clip. Time after time after time with David Montgomery. And that's the kind of stuff. And tripping over each other and guys in the wrong places and overthrown balls. Couple
0: drop w- passes in there. Cu- sprinkle couple, it in. Couple yeah. drop passes. A Justin fumble, Fields overthrow in the red zone. Sprinkle uh, that in. Uh,
1: basically a Justin Fields fumble, which Montgomery recovered. And we will just beat ourselves. I mean, that's the that's the thing, is we're 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 beating ourselves every week
0: it's well it's that's well put man because the way that i'm looking at it right now and i hate to be this realistic and maybe i'm just reacting to a really 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 bad loss for the chicago bears is that they can win but they'll probably lose that's a little bit of where I'm sitting at right now, and I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see where Corey Wooten uh, sits on that when we do pregame for um, Bears Patriots next week. Dave, we got to get out of here. This was just a quick reaction. This was an emotional reaction, but also sobering too as well because it's about adjusting expectations for this season, in my opinion, and I know that we want Justin Fields to throw for 300 yards every single game. It's not going to happen, Bears fans. We just want to see him making plays. Stay healthy. And maybe show us in those third and fourth quarter moments that he can drive the ball down the field and see if he can execute and always try and work on that moving forward. Dave, hop in with your last thought.
1: Uh, My last thought would be just a question for you, Joey. Like, on a scale of one to absolutely roasted, how bad is Roquan going to get it in the locker room when they blow up life-size the photo of Carson Wentz taking him off his feet? I mean, at the end of the day,
0: right, if you're a linebacker, you got to think that the quarterback isn't going to come at you like that. And you're already thinking you can't hit the quarterback in a particular way. And he's a big boy. Carson but, Wentz is a big boy. But Wentz trucked him. He got he got completely trucked. And look, man, the defense played pretty well tonight against a terrible commander's defense. Offense, excuse me. They were supposed to play well in this game. They did play well in this game. And if you look at it, looking back, you know, that Valus Jones fumble, it turned completely the game around for the second time this season as a rookie. That is just a tough thing to deal with, not just for the rookie, the 25-year-old rookie, but for a Bears team that in theory was playing the percentages to win a very low-scoring, ugly football game. That fumble happened. They got the ball on the 8-9 yard line. They scored a touchdown in that moment on that drive that you're talking about. And that completely flipped everything around. Uh, Dave, we got to get out of here, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's Dave Rispoli. Follow him on Twitter. Check out his Rotoballer I, I wish I wish
1: I didn't have to, Joey. I wish I didn't have to join you tonight. <laughs> I, I forced
0: you. I forced you. Rotoballer NFL. Follow him on TikTok right there. Uh, thank you for checking us out. Believe uh, Bears is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. 100% welcome bonus right now when you make your first deposit with promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V. The Bears right now, they're anything but 100%. We're going to come back next week with former Bears defensive end Corey Wooten to break down Bears versus Patriots Monday Night Football. Man, how am I going to feel four or five days later? We're only going to have to find out. Be well, be safe, please be good to each other, even when the Bears lose, and we will be back soon. And remember, always bear down.
1: Do you believe?